Welcome back to Dive In with Divine Diamond. If you're new here, welcome, welcome. Thanks for joining. If you've been rocking with me already, thanks for coming back. All right, guys, we're going to jump right into this one. This one's going to be a little long, but stick with me. It's a great message. It's from the heart, and it's something I'm personally going through right now. I'm still in the middle of it, but I wanted to get this out knowing I can help somebody else. Um, I'm pretty sure there's people going through this as well or something that you may go through in the future. This is also my 20th episode, so I'm feeling really excited about that. You know, we got to celebrate our wins, guys, no matter how big or small. Celebrate yourself, even if nobody else is going to. Okay, so this one is called When God is Keeping You Hidden Slash Isolated. And I put together these four P's, protect, purge, prepare, and push. So we'll get to those in a minute. But I want to start with a story, if you guys don't mind, to give an example that I now see as an example, even though this happened um, a couple years ago. So I want to tell you guys a story, and then I want to say my point in another way as well. So, um, I'm going to be reading off my paper, guys, because it took me a little while to prepare this one so I can really get out everything I want to say, everything I felt, everything that's kind of going on, examples, and, you know, all those good things. So bear with me if you hear some pages and, you know, hear me stumbling a little bit. You know, sometimes when you're reading a lot of stuff, you kind of lose your place and all that good stuff. But I know you guys are rocking with me, so let's go. Okay, so a couple years back, like I said, I threw my parents a birthday party. Um, it was about maybe 30 or 40 minutes away from where I lived in Lakewood, and the party was in a restaurant um, in Federway, I believe. I invited some of their siblings, our pastor, friends, some of my siblings, you name it. It was at a private room in a restaurant. I was trying to do it a little fancy, you know. Um, okay. Out the kindness of my heart and all that good stuff, because that's the kind of daughter I am. So, my now ex, myself, and my son were heading to drive to the party. We made it a few minutes away from the house, and the car started to act funny. We pulled over into a private property that had a gate and it had this long driveway, you guys, and all this land, and the house was huge. So we were like, dang, you know, these people got a little money. They doing it big. So anyways, my ex tries to mess around with the car but couldn't figure out what was going on. As time passes, it's getting colder, and I'm like, boo, get back in the car. You know, it's December. And I was like, we'll try to figure something out in a minute. So maybe about 30 minutes goes by or so. My son's in the background saying he's hungry. We decided to wait to eat because we were going to eat at the restaurant. And I didn't want him to spoil his appetite. So I gave him like a small snack and was like, hey, you know, just wait to eat. So now we're, you know, parked in front of this house, can't move, can't get the car going. You know, I called my then best friend at the time to come give us a jump um so i call my parents and tell them what's going on and say you know we'll call back when things change and when we're on the way and all that good stuff um okay so my friend gets there and my ex is hooking up the jumper cables nothing's happening it's making a little noise they try again and again and again then for some reason her car stops working now she can't start her car up so now we have two unusable cars i'm feeling bad that she came out to help us and now her car isn't working either so by this time you know i say a quick little prayer like lord you know like please help us get these cars started you know we trying to laugh it off my ex is getting a little mad nicholas is hungry you know what i'm saying and um back then you know i always believed in god and all that stuff but i wasn't 
more into my faith and really believing and really talking to God every day and praying every day and, you know, really trying to go grow, ugh, grow closer and really find myself again in Christ like I am now. But I always did say like a, a prayer when the car is messing up or when little things were happening, you know, always reached out to God or gave him his credit where it was due. I just wasn't on this walking journey so deep like I am now. But okay, so by this time it's snowing um, and we're just sitting there feeling a little defeated, you know. Um, okay, so just then this truck pulls up and it's the owners of the house, this Caucasian family, a dad and his sons. So first, our first thought was thinking, like, man, they're probably going to trip seeing all of us black people parked in front of their gate, possibly think we're going to rob them or something. You never know, you know, but it turns out they were super nice, super friendly, super understanding of the situation. And they literally just got back from some ski trip. They literally just got back from the airport and drove home and boom, found us there, you know. So the owner offered to give us a jump. So we watched them go down their long driveway, not really sure if they were just saying that, if they were coming back or not, or, you know, whatever. Um, The guy came back, and by this time, my ex-best friend called one of her friends um, to come get her in case her car wasn't going to start. So the um, the guy gave us a jump. He started with my friend's car first. Her car would not start for no reason. So she called a, um, a tow company and the guy said she could leave her car there until the tow company come get it. And I think they were going to come get it in like a day or so or something like that. So that was real nice of him. Um, and her friend came pick her up and, you know, they headed back to their house or whatever. Um, so he's trying it on our car and couldn't get it to start at first but then eventually after a few minutes it started up so we thanked them for the help and their kindness um he gave them his little barber card and stuff you know he's a barber and all that um so they're like chit-chatting for a few minutes we thank them phone's about to die and all that stuff so instead of getting on the freeway and by this time it's probably like I say maybe like an hour and some change or more. I I can't remember. But by this time, we were like, man, forget that party. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? What if the car stops working again once we get a few minutes out? Or what if we get on the freeway and it stops? Or, you know, anything can happen. So I called my family, told them what happened. I was like, hey, y'all enjoy yourself, but um, we're not going to make it. So we went home, ordered a pizza, chilled together, all that good, you know, family stuff, whatever. But at the time, we were a little upset. We were in disbelief that both cars stopped. And I couldn't get to the celebration that I had planned and put together for my parents. So later, we laughed about it, though, and was like, okay, it must be a reason. So now that I think about it, I feel it was God's protection. He could have been saving us from a car crash on the freeway or getting stopped by the police or anything. He held us back and felt it was better for us not to be there, not to even make it a few minutes past the home. He also provided a fix for us, not the fix we expected, which was calling on my friend, but an unexpected fix that came from him. What are the odds that a short time after we ended up there, that that family was coming home from their vacation. They could have still been on vacation for days, weeks, whatever. We could have not had no tow, you know. Um, you know, they didn't have no AAA or nothing like that. And I'm not going to say who, but one person in the scenario didn't even have a license. So, you know, of course, they're not going to really want to reach out for too much help and, you know, telling themselves and things. So it's like God provided a solution and protection all in one. But at the time, you know, we're not looking at it that way. But now that I look back on that situation, that's exactly how I feel. Like, obviously, it wasn't meant for us to be there. You know what I'm saying? Not one, but two cars didn't work. 
you know, it, it was something that he was holding us back from. So I thank him for whatever that was. I really don't know. <laughs> like maybe one day he'll reveal it to us, but, or to me, cause you know, I'm not with that guy, but, um, yeah, maybe one day he'll reveal it and, you know, I'll have a good laugh about it. Cause I really don't know what it was from, but okay, guys, another form of God keeping you hidden or isolated. And I don't know if um, God's just going to do this to some people, just, you know, of his own free will to try to push you into your greatness, or if it's going to happen, like, I'll give you my example. I'm in a place right now where I, like I said, I've been praying more, talking to God more, worshiping, having more faith and, you know, trying to do, trying to do better. And I pretty much cried out to him and was like, Lord, I want to know my purpose. I'm tired of living check to check. I'm tired of making the same old mistakes. I'm tired of getting hurt. You know, I'm tired of, you know, just all these things. I'm tired of not being more of a go getter because I'd be scared or shy or I'd be fearful or I let things, you know, get the better of me and get me down sometimes. And, you know, I'm breaking free of all of that. Enough is enough. I'm tired of that. You know what I'm saying? That's no way to live. So, like I said, I'm pretty much crying out to him like, Lord, what do you want me to do? Can you help me? Can you change me? Can you heal me? You know, all these things. And then I started to notice these things were happening. Like I was doing a water fast and I'm going to do another one soon. Um, and, um, I just noticed these things were happening. And then I started to realize like, wait, like I'm like in isolation, you know what I'm saying? And it's like, even though I didn't specifically ask for that, that's one way for God's solution. That's one way of him answering my prayers. That's one way of him being like, okay, it may not be exactly what you asked for, but this is what I'm giving you. And it's going to get you to where you're trying to go. You know what I mean? And I truly believe that. So I'm in a place of isolation right now where I feel God is um, isolating me from people and things that no longer serve me, whether it's for a season or a lifetime. I'm not too sure. That's to be determined. Um, and what do I mean by hiding me in isolation? I mean, I have cut out negative people out of my life. I had to put some friends on the back burner until God reveals to me if those people's time is up in my life or if they're just removed for this season in my life. I don't feel the need to really be on the phone like that. I don't want to take the chance of hearing negativity, gossip, things of a sexual nature, or anything that's not uplifting, encouraging, positive, like-minded, goal-oriented, motivating, godly, or helpful. Um, you know what I mean? So only want to hear uplifting, encouraging, positive, people who are like-minded, goal-oriented, motivating, godly, helpful, caring, happy, joyful, you know, all that good stuff. I don't want to hear no he said, she said. I don't want to hear no baby mom, baby daddy drama. I don't want to hear no, you know, I can't do this. I can't do that. Negative, negative, negative. Nope. I don't want to hear none of that. You know what I'm saying? It's like, um, and when I am around a little negativity, it's like I try to talk to the person to get them to turn from it, to go the other direction and to let that go because I don't want that bouncing on me, you know, because when you get negative, it's hard to get off of that. And I don't want that on me. Um, sorry guys, my voice is getting a little bit deep. <laughs> I notice sometimes it does that when I get tired. It's like six in the morning. I haven't been asleep yet. Um, I started working on this a little while ago and I was like, I am not going to bed until I finish and until I get this out. So that's how dedicated I am to this right now. Um, so excuse me if my voice starts to change throughout. Okay. Another thing I noticed, I don't want to go to the club anymore, which I wasn't like a every weekend club type of girl and nothing like that anyway, but I just don't have no desire for it at all. Um, I don't want to listen to certain music. I don't want it to, 
I'm not the kind of person either that's easily influenced or anything. But when you listen to things over and over and over and over and over, they kind of put a little bug in your ear. They kind of dig deep into your uh, subconscious mind and things like that. That's why when you're listening to positive things and reading positive books in the Bible and listening to motivation and um, self-help and um, good podcasts and, um, you know, just watching good things and good people, you start to change your ways for the better. You start to get motivated. You start to, you know, be more happy and uplifting and those things of that nature. So right now I don't want to listen to any music about sex or, you know, negative music and killings and shooting and things that are wrong. I don't watch the news. You know what I'm saying? I don't need any of that. Um, trying to program me. Um, I'm careful about what I watch on TV and I don't be in too many conversations at work or anywhere else. Um, I just have the urge to get into my word. I've been listening to the Bible on this audio app on my phone, whether I'm at home, whether I'm at work and it's in my ear. Um, listening to gospel music, positive and godly videos, preachers, life coaches, um, podcasts, you know, I downloaded a couple books, um, books on raising boys, which I believe I'm probably going to write one myself too, um, books on being abstinent and dating and waiting for marriage since I'm on that journey now as well, books on, um, bettering yourself and knowing that you're a queen and, you know, positive things, positive things, um, I pray every day, talking to God every day, thanking him for everything, um, thanking him for changing me, for renewing my mind and my heart, um, for saving me, and all those things. So with the first P, like I said, with that story, protection, God wants to hide you to protect you from those that mean you harm, but are smiling in your face protect you from those you didn't know were talking about you, that man or woman that's unfaithful to you. You know, when God takes you out those kind of situations, don't go back. You know, he's protecting you from something. Don't go back. Um, people who are um, jealous of you, and the list goes on, you know. You're at a time like this in your life. Get happy and know God sees greatness in you and has to change you and protect you and fix you before you could be out here fulfilling your purpose. If you say you want the one God has for you, um, hold on one second, guys. I knew I was going to look at a different line. <laughs> Okay, so if you say you want the one God has for you, like your soulmate, you know, this, that, and the other, he has to keep you covered and protected so you won't keep getting put in the wrong situations with the wrong one, the wrong woman, the wrong man, the toxic one, the heartache, the pain. Like, how can you say you want your soulmate, you want to be married, you know, you want the one, but you're in and out of the bed? with the wrong ones, fornicating, affairs, adultery, um, side chicks and side dudes and all that. Like, how is God going to bless you with the one? Like, that's not how that works. Um, and even if you're not like cheating and doing it the bad way and you're just having sex, period. It's like, how is he going to bless you with the one when you're not even available for the one to find you? You're tied up with the wrong people. You're tied up doing your own thing. You have to make yourself available for the one to come in and find you. Um, the second thing is he needs to get you away from any distractions. You know, um, how can you find your inner peace? How can you find what God's trying to tell you? How can you listen to what God's trying to tell you when you have all these distractions trying to keep you from your purpose? All these distractions trying to hold you back and take you down all these distractions of people trying to steal your ideas of people 
putting negative bugs in your ear of telling you that, you know, you can't do that. Your dream's too big. You can't change. You did all this and this and that in the past. You know what I'm saying? You need to be clear from all of that. You need to stay focused, you know? Um, you need to not be complaining. Um, hold on, guys. Yeah, not to be complaining. Um, I refuse to partake in, you know, things of a sexual nature, whether it's conversation, whether it's um, sending certain pictures. You know, we all been there. Ladies, you know, don't deny, don't deny. <laughs> we all have a little bit of a past, you know. Um, so, you know, I'm not trying to partake in those things. Um, I feel a strong need, like I said, to get into my word, to hear from God. Um, after I pray, I just kind of meditate in silence and just kind of sit there and see if I could hear anything, see if I could feel his spirit. Um, when I wake up in the morning, I listen to Tasha Cobb's fill me up, Lord. I listen to, um, Bree Jacob's song. Um, I really love those two. Um, sometimes I sing a little something and make up my own. Okay. I also feel God is hiding me from men. I have no urge to date right now. I have no urge to really entertain a man like that. Um, if I am on the phone with one, which is rare, um, he has to be like-minded. Like I said, I'm not trying to date or anything right this second. So I'm not trying to be engaging in, you know, conversations like, oh, girl, you know, this, that, and the other, da 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 Like, let's talk about how we can level each other up. Let's talk about how we can help each other out here, how we can help the less fortunate. Let's talk about building um, generational wealth. Let's talk about breaking generational curses. Let's talk about our goals. Let's talk about what God has done for us. Let's talk about how far we've come from. You know what I mean? I want to talk about those kind of things. I don't want to hear, oh, you're so thick. Oh, you got a big butt. Oh, you know, you're so pretty. Oh, you're this. Oh, you're that. I don't want to hear nothing about my physical. I don't want to hear nothing about the surface. Like, yeah, it's okay if you want to be like, oh, you're a beautiful woman, this, that, and the other. But what else can you tell me about myself? Can you tell me something that I like? Can you tell me something that I want to do? Can you give me some encouraging words? Can you make me know that you want me more for the woman I am and the woman I'm becoming, not just for my body or my looks or something you can use me for or whatever the case, you know what I'm saying? So I'm keeping, I'm protecting my energy and I'm not out here. I don't want to like just date to date. When I decide to date, I'm dating with intention. I'm dating to be courting. I'm dating to be marriage minded. I need a guy that's going to be on that same page. Otherwise, don't step to me. Keep it pushing. You know, I want the one God has for me. You know what I mean? So what else? Let's see here. Um, and not to sound, you know, conceited or nothing because I'm far from it. But I noticed lately, though, a lot of guys have been coming to me and, you know, want to take me on a date, want to get to know me. Um... I could tell, you know, looking at my body and stuff like that and catch them looking and stuff. And I explained to them like, hey, I'm not trying to date right now. I'm really not even trying to have friends like that. You know, I'm on a, a path trying to better myself for me and my boys and, you know, this, that, and the other. And, you know, they keep, no, 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 I understand all that. And I ain't going to try to make you this and that. And, uh, you know, whatever, whatever. And just like pretty much begging for the number. And for the most part, I stand my ground and say no politely and you know, all those things. But the few times that I was like, okay, let me give them my number. See, they really just want to be friends and talk about, you know, stuff that has nothing to do with, you know, the normal stuff when a guy wants to get your number, you know what I mean? And it failed every time they either started falling for me and wanted more. They either got mad because I wasn't paying them that much attention. Like I told them that I wasn't going to be in the first place. 
or you know they really thought they were going to try to convince me to do this that and the other or they fell for me too fast just from a couple conversations because like I said I'm a nice person I'm loving I'm caring um you know what I mean I'm just I don't know you guys you guys can be able to tell my personality the more you listen to my podcast or whatever but you know that's why I'm just like I'm just trying to stay away I will say I have been conversating um, a little bit with one person on the phone lately that kind of just came out of the blue and I actually enjoy his conversations. Like I said, we talk about some of the stuff I mentioned a minute ago, like motivational stuff, godly stuff, family stuff, um, just positive things. He's not putting no pressure on me. You know, he's not trying to... Um, talk to me in a way that I said I'm not trying to be talked to. He's not, you know, talking about my body. He's not trying to get me to come Netflix and chill or any of those things. And, you know, so I'm going to just pray on it and see if God wants me to continue to conversate with him here and there. And I told him, you know, I'm in my isolation phase. So if I'm not really reaching out like that or answering too, too, too much, like don't take it personal because I'm not going to get out of process that I feel God has me in for anybody you know for a man for family for this for that the other I gotta stay the course you know what I'm saying but if God allows you to be on that path with me and to not be a distraction to not be a person trying to take me off my path or to get me to do some things that I'm putting behind me that yes we can conversate you know um be cool be friends see where it goes if we end up dating you know that's fine if we end up on the road to marriage, hey, it was God's plan. But for now, you know what I'm saying, just going to take it one day at a time and see where God leads me with that. And it's pretty much, you guys, I'm serious. I'm putting everything in God's hands. I'm talking to him all the time, even about the little things like, God, what can I do to serve you today? What can I do to help somebody else today? Mm, Why well, I'm getting all stuffy. Dang it. Um... Even the little things like, God, what do you want me to wear today? Like, I'm trying to change up my wardrobe. You know what I'm saying? You guys know I'm thick. I'm curvy. You know, whatever, whatever. I'm trying to dress a little more appropriate. Um, I want to dress more classy, like slacks, blouses, um, you know, more dresses like I used to. And, you know, just be real feminine and, and without being too overly, overly sexy. You know what I mean? But all right, let me get back to it. <laughs> um, let's see. Okay, so yeah, I don't have the urge to date or really entertain like that. Um, I'm waiting on God to, you know, send me my kingdom man, my husband, my soulmate. I don't want to settle for less like I've done in the past. Um, I don't want to be out too much besides doing a little here and there with the family and working um let's see everybody knows i love me some trey songs like love 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 i love me some trey songs i see them in concert about three different times two different states and all that but even he's on the back burner <laughs> like i'm not listening to my playlist i'm not looking him up on youtube or google or you know looking at his pictures lusting and you know all that stuff i'm i'm putting it behind me <laughs> now i'm not gonna say i'm never gonna listen to a trey song song again but for now i'm like no nope 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 because that's gonna put me in the mood to lust after him and that could lead to other things and you know can't even do a trey okay so um i'm working on goals trying to have tunnel vision only give out a little bit of my time, whether in person or on the phone here and there, like I said. Um, and in person, it's probably at work because I haven't really been going anywhere like that. Um, to like-minded people, like I said, where we uplift each other, talk about good stuff, positive stuff, you know, no gossip, no he said, she said, none of that. 
It's about encouragement, about I'm proud of you, you've come so far, about inspiring each other, celebrating each other's wins. Like, for example, my friend Ebony. Um, She's a mother, a wife, an entrepreneur, a woman who wears many hats. She works for Mary Kay, um, has her own beauty bar called Diva Spot Beauty Bar. She's a radio personality and more, guys. Like, she's really out here doing it. If you guys want to check her out for any reasons, it's Ebony L and then last name B-R-I-N-S-O. You can find her on Facebook. And then, you know, go from there, probably Instagram, this, that, and the other, whatever. But she's the kind of woman, and I'm always giving credit where credit is due. You know, my crown isn't going to become crooked or fall off because another queen's crown is sitting up straight, sitting pretty on her head. You know what I'm saying? I'm not one of those type of females. Um, We can all win and learn from each other. Her and I have similar stories and experiences in our past where I feel like God really put us together. Like she's been like a a constant um, good influence and good friend in my life. Even if we don't talk all the time, even if we don't see each other all the time, we have this bond where it's like, you know, it's like we're connected. Like she helped me at a point in my life where I really needed it when it came to my driving. Because if some of you, you know, know and some of you don't know, I had this real strong, strong fear and stronghold against me of being traumatized from being in a couple crashes when I was younger and a teenager that I had this crazy phobia and fear of driving. She helped me get my license. She let me use her car. She took me practicing around the course that she knew they were going to take me and just really made me feel comfortable and made me feel like I could do it and encourage me. And just really helped me get over that hurdle and that fear. And if that fear ever creeps back in, girl, I'm going to need your help. (laughs) Or whatever. But besides that, it's like we always inspire each other. Um, We pray for one another. We always got something positive to say about each other. Um, We don't withhold information from each other as far as like if one person could help the other level up. Or if one person has a bit of information to be like, girl, you should check out, you know, the this, that and the other. It might help you with this. Or girl, I heard about the whatever. It's going to help you with this. Like we're not the type of females that's going to withhold information thinking, oh, somebody might surpass me. Oh, she might steal my shine. Oh, I can't, you know, share this and that with her because da 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 da. And I'm not going to say I dislike people like that. I'm just going to say that it's not good to be that way. And that's going to hold you back from some of your blessings. Because at the end of the day, we need to add value to one another. We need to share things with others to help them to grow, to help them to experience things. And then by doing that, you will elevate more. You will get more blessings to you. You will get more good stuff coming to you so why be negative why be selfish why hold things back like that's that's not helping you sis you know i'm sorry but you know that's just that's not um that just shows that there's something within you that's um selfish maybe a little insecure maybe a little unsure maybe a little jealous and i'm not judging anybody i'm just you know speaking from some experiences that I've either been through or that's been done against me. So, you know, this is a no judgment zone. I'm here to help, here to motivate, here to vent, here to speak my mind, speak my peace, speak my experiences, and to help others, men and women. Um, so, like I was saying, um, back to her, um, I'm proud of the woman she is, my friend Ebony. Um, honestly, I'm trying to follow her footsteps in a sense of being more bold, being more like, I know what I want. I'm going after it. Nothing's going to stop me. No one quit is not an option. You know what I'm saying? Like with me, if for those of you who know me or the new listeners who don't, um, I was raised like so, 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 so sheltered where even at 33 years old, I'm still getting out of my shell in certain areas i was so shy so afraid so nervous so fearful 
in so many areas of my life that I'm still climbing out of certain things. You know what I'm saying? That's why I'm going to encourage my two boys to be brave, be bold, have courage, you know, go out there and do what you got to do. Praise God, live your dreams, have confidence. You know what I'm saying? I don't want them to be scared. I don't want them to be too sheltered, but I'm also not going to let them be too grown either before their time. But that's another thing. <laughs> um, You know, she's making multiple incomes and you guys know that's something I need. I want, I accept, and I claim, okay? Um, She has this inner peace about her, you know, and just so much more. Like, we had a great conversation the other night. We ended up praying with one another. We ended up speaking blessings over each other. We ended up um, telling each other, like I said, how far we come. We ended up, um, like... um, like pretty much like building the building each other up. Like, yeah, girl, you know, you did this, you did that, you're this, you're that. You know, like, yeah, girl, you got it. You know, don't give up. You know, look how far you come. You know, all those type of things. Like we need we need that. And like a good thing I seen her mention the other day too, is like we need more friendships like that. We need more sisterhoods and womanhood like that. Like, we need the kind of friends that be like, girl, can you pray for me? Just like I asked her that night in the car. Like, girl, can you pray for me on this and this and that subject? I really want to do this, 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 and this. But I'm scared of certain things or I'm scared to put my name on it. Or I'm scared to have people hear this and that part of my life. But she gave me some good advice and, you know, said it's going to be my testimony. And that it will help others and that, you know... God's going to bless me for it, for, for, you know, putting that part of my business on front street for the sake and the purpose of helping others. You know what I mean? Because that's the purpose of it when it comes to something I want to do. Um, and, you know, I just got to shake off that fear, shake off that embarrassment, shake off that whatever. Because at the end of the day, if it can help somebody else, then who cares? You know what I'm saying? We all have a past. Let him who doesn't have sin cast the first stone. You know what I mean? A lot of people can't do that. So a lot of people cannot do that. Um, So we need to stop judging each other and encourage each other, help each other. Um, So, okay, let's see. Okay, so the next P is... Let's see, let's see. The next P is purge. The first P was protection. The next P is purge. Now, I know when you guys hear the word purge, you're probably thinking of zombies or something of that nature. And of course, that is not what I'm saying. (laughs) So what I mean by this purge is get rid of, let go, it's no longer serving you, you know what I mean? If you're feeling an urge to live right and really, really, really turn your life around, you can't pick and choose which right and wrong things you want to do. If you're going all the way in, don't give God some of you. He wants your all, you know what I mean? Don't pick and choose like, you know, I'm going to go to church and I'm going to read my Bible, but I'm still going to turn up at the club or, you know, I'm going to um, stop smoking, but I'm going to still get drunk or I'm not going to be a side chick no more, but I'm still going to sleep with Tom, Dick and Harry. You know what I'm saying? Like you can't pick and choose like it's either you're in or you're out. You're ready or you're not ready. You know, you don't want to say you're ready and then be backsliding all over the place which you know god forgives us he gives us chance after chance you know he's not going to forsake us but in the day you want to be taking advantage of those chances you don't want to be repenting and then repeating the same sin over and over and over that's not real repentance um so let go of all your ways you know let them go if you're ready Um, but you have to renew your mind. You cannot let go of your ways, change your habits until you change your mind. For example, let's just say like if you're trying to lose weight and you're trying to get into the gym and you've never really been a gym person like that. 
until you get in your mind, I am a gym person. I do love to work out. I am changing my body. I love my body, but I'm changing it for the better. I'm eating healthy and, you know, actually do those things. Speak it, feel it, do them. Until you do that, you know, you're going to skip this day. You're going to skip that day. You're not going to go next week. You're going to eat that half a cake instead of a small slice if you really have the urge for it. You're going to be frying up the chicken instead of roasting it in the oven. You're going to be eating the whole bag of chips instead of portioning it out. You're going to be eating the pizza and the burgers instead of having salmon and salad sometimes. Instead of making healthier choices. You know what I'm saying? Until you change your mind, nothing's going to change. That's just how it works. You know? So change your mind. Renew your mind. Other things you need to purge of. Are you being messy? Are you being negative? Do you have lack when it comes to money? Do you have negative beliefs when it comes to money? Or do you have faith? Are you forgiving others? Are you forgiving yourself? Um, let's see. He needs to purge you of that hurt that you're still hanging on to. That hurt that you're kid's father caused you the hurt that your kid's mother caused you the hurt that your ex caused you the hurt that your mother your sister your cousin that neighbor your friend that church member that co-worker that whoever caused you let go of that you can't receive your true blessings walk into your purpose and all that without forgiveness you can't be having hatred in your heart you can't be having um a bad attitude a nasty attitude you know what i mean you can't be having a negative belief system you got to believe you could do better you got to want to do better like i said you got to transform your mind guys you cannot change your life without transforming your mind um And like God says, you have to forgive. You got to turn the other cheek and you got to forgive. I think they say um, 70 times 7, you know. And at the end of the day, those people that hurt you, sometimes, you know, it's the demons, it's the devil in them. It's, you know, they're just bad people, whatever the case. But other times God is using them for your purpose. God is using them and knew that they were going to do those things to you or hurt you in that way or treat you in that way because he was also going to carry you and bring you out of it, bring you out of it better, bring you out of it stronger, bring you out of it a changed person, bring you out of it to make that a part of your purpose to help others because you went through that pain, because you went through that situation. Now you can speak from experience. Now you can speak, you know, with the sense of I'm healed from that, you could speak to help somebody else, you know what I'm saying, without just really, you know, running at the mouth. You've been there, you experienced it, you lived it, you know what you're talking about, you know what I'm saying? So you should be on fire for the things that hurt you. You should be on fire for the things that you felt kept you down or hurt you the most, you know? You should be on fire to help others, to prevent them from going through the same thing, to help them get out of that thing that they're in, or to not, like I said, not experience it in the first place. So think about that. What are your greatest pains? What are your greatest hurts? Use that as fuel to help somebody else. Use that as fuel that can help you, you know, live and live on purpose, that can help you make money, that can help you be passionate about something. You know, okay, the next P, guys, we're moving right along. Um, I've already been in this thing about 44 minutes, but it's okay, you know. This is a, a real, this is a, something I'm really, you know, really feeling right now, really diving deep. Um, okay, so the next P is for prepare. You guys still with me? You still with me? Okay, <laughs> let's continue. Prepare. He is preparing you for your purpose, your blessings, and your greatness. God hid a few people in the Bible until it was their time for them to fulfill their purpose and time for them to shine. 
Jesus being one of them, Joseph. But I'm going to give you an example of Moses. When Pharaoh ordered, and you know, you guys can correct me if I don't have it all the way, um, all the way right or whatever. Um, but when Pharaoh ordered that all the male babies be kicked killed because there was word that the savior was going to be born and free the people of egypt so his mother hid him for three months so hiding isolation hidden for three months then after that she hid him in a basket and put him in the river where pharaoh's daughter found him i'm gonna kind of paraphrase guys because um i think the longest you can have on an episode is an hour and i'm already at 45 minutes So, um, Pharaoh's daughter found him and took him in as his own. So God hid Moses again, but in plain sight, hid him in the house of his enemies. But he remained hidden until it was time when God showed him and put it in him and spoke to him that it was time for him to live out his purpose and to be who he was really born to be. And that was to lead all the slaves out of bondage and out of Egypt and to go against Pharaoh and all those things. And, you know, he was called to be great. And he was. And, you know, you guys got to look up the rest of that because, like I said, I got to paraphrase. He's preparing you by filling you with his word, his promises, with faith, with love, grace, mercy, confidence with his spirit. He wants you to have a relationship with him, a strong one. Um, a strong relationship with him. So he knows if the devil tries to come tempt you and break you, that it's not going to work. He wants to know that when he blesses you with all the things of his promises, that You're not going to turn on him, that you're going to continue to praise him, continue to walk with him, continue to do great things in your life, continue to put God first, put God first in your marriage, with your family, with your kids, with your jobs, with your careers, with your money, put God first, you know, pay your tithes, it's not going to hurt to give 10%, um, God's holding you back, um, I mean, he's holding you, trying to hold you back from the things you thought you couldn't live without. Like, let those things go. And like I said, how is he going to bless you with a husband or wife and you're still entertaining the wrong ones, the toxic ones? You're not ready. How can he bless you with more money when you can't handle what you have? Like me, you know, being check to check sometimes and want to do better and save and budget better but sometimes i can't it's like i need to get that on track i need to get that you know fixed and in order because how can i be blessed with more if god thinks you know i can't handle it or i'm not gonna know what to do with it that's like when people win the lottery and their minds not change they're gonna blow all that money they're gonna spend all that money they're gonna lose it they're gonna be broke again in no time because their minds not changed to handle it you know they're still on that same mentality so god wants to know that he could trust us with more that we can handle it um god is a lifestyle not your personal genie you know um like i said he's preparing us for greatness are you going to be humble are you going to bless others are you going to give value to others Seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things shall be added to you. God gives us gifts that only we can do the way we were born to do it. It's up to us to seek him and to activate it. God doesn't bless mess. So get out of those messy situations. Get out of that fear. Get out of that limitation. Get out of those um, entanglements and all those things. (laughs) Um, and you gotta, you gotta think about it. The enemy can bless you too, but you're going to pay a price for it later in the long run. And it's going to come with conditions and limitations. And you know, that's not from God. Okay, guys, let me finish this up because my time's running out. Um, the last P is push. God is going to push you 
and give you that push you need through prayer, through a changed mind, through faith, that push that says you're ready, it's your time to shine, to receive the benefits of all the good seeds you were sowing. It's your harvest season. You got to believe it. You know, you got to really believe it. So don't mess up your crops by backsliding, by taking revenge in your own hands, by being unforgiving and the other things I spoke about. God already, he's ready to give you that push like a baby bird getting pushed out of the nest. You're going to fly and soar high. Or if you're not ready, God's going to protect you and swoop down and snatch you up and carry you. He's always with us and he will never forsake us. But we have to learn our lessons. Sometimes we learn them the hard way and we keep going back to the same old thing, back to the same toxic person, back to the same old ways. But just like a young kid, and I'm going to hurry this up, just like a young kid, you have to tell them a million times, don't touch that stove. Don't touch that stove. It's hot. Trying to protect them from getting burned. But somehow, some way, they manage to touch it. They get burned. You got to swoop in and save them. You got to heal them, take care of it, comfort them, and remind them that you said no, that you try to warn them, that you try to protect them. But Unlike that child that now nine times out of 10 or 10 times out of 10, it's not going to do it no more. They learned their lesson. They were hurt enough. It was painful enough to they're not going to do it again. We need to be like minded, like a child in that sense in certain things, because we keep going back to the same old thing, the same old toxic person, the same old you know, negative ways, the same old broken consciousness, consciousness in our minds, the same old soul tides that keep pulling us back. And, you know, things get worse and worse and worse and worse. When God removes us from something and we go back, best believe, and I'm speaking from experience, best believe you're going to get more pain. You're going to get more hurt. That person's going to do you even more dirty. That person's going to hurt you even more because that's that's a part of the plan. You know, when you keep going back to something that no longer serves you, you're going to you're going to get that push. You're going to get that burn that's eventually going to tell you like, OK, I need to stop doing this. You know what I'm saying? So when you're in this season of isolation, guys, and being hidden and you're no longer wanting to be in your old ways, you're cutting people out of your life, you're diving deeper into God and things, rejoice, be happy. Know that God sees greatness in you and he has to hide you from the world until it's your time. Well, all right, guys, I hope you stuck with me through this. I know it was a long one, but I appreciate you guys. Um, I pray that everybody gets, you know, to the path that you're trying to go on. Um, I thank you for diving in with me. And I honestly, guys, I feel the spirit of God right now because this timer is about to go off. I finished. I'm glad I got this message out to you guys. And I'm just feeling so good about it. Um, I just thank you for listening. Thank you guys for your support. And I'm just feeling so good right now. It's like an overwhelmingly good feeling that I'm so proud of. And I thank you, God, for that. Um, well, all right, guys, this has been Diving with Divine Diamond. Thank you for tuning in, and I'll see you on the next episode. Have a good morning. I'm about to go get some rest because <laughs> I have to work today, and um, I'll see you guys on the next one. Mwah.